Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and on uh, Little Friday. No, no, it's today's Wednesday. Isn't it? It's hump day, isn't it? You think I'd know that? I own, I own a camel. So people who <laughs> you have was camels, a camel owner. People, people who have camels should know when it's hump day. It's hump day, and today <laughs> we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Astonishing levels of spending. Yeah. Absolutely, that's our general manager. Although, judging by our email, the general manager ought to be the racist rock in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my gosh. we, we got to reset that. Yeah, we got to do that story again. That's a good one. How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? Good? Optimistic? Huh? What? No? You're not? Tell you what. Come. Between the state of the government and the spending and the racist rock in Wisconsin and a, a half a dozen other things, I have become completely convinced that Homo sapiens are devolving, that we reached our apex uh, as a being, as a species, yeah. and have passed it. Yeah, to paraphrase uh, Jonah Goldberg, uh, the dispatch, who says, let's give uh, lizards a, ch- a, a try uh, <laughs> running the world, or chickens, or somebody else. Let, let them be the main beast for a while and see how they do. We're, we're not doing so well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that that point where you're like on a fix it project or something where you've tried fifteen times and the guy saying I can help you out with that you push all right you try it you go ahead you take a shot at it. So well we probably ought to start the show officially. Then I got something to say. Gary, uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. What is it? It is Wednesday, August eleventh, the year twenty twenty one. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. And I love New York. And I love you. There you go. Yeah, that's nice, but get your hand off my thigh. I love you. And I love you. So, briefly on Cuomo, and I mean briefly, if you held an election today, about 40% of New Yorkers would show up. That's how much New Yorkers care about who's governor of their state. About right. 40% of New Yorkers would show up. The rest of people don't give a crap about who the new governor of New York is. That's my personal belief. And I, we, I came across this as my favorite tweet I saw yesterday on all of this. Um, and I will find it promptly. I will, I will comment briefly while you're looking for it. There okay. are a number of folks who love the idea of Cuomo getting his arse booted out and then sure. Gavin Newsolini likewise, but you know, both will probably be replaced. Well, yep. Newsolini not so much because there's a special election, but Cuomo will be uh, appointed by probably a more liberal hack. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, uh, Andrew McCarthy of the uh, National Review tweeted out, Dear GOP, with Republicans aiding and abetting the left spendorama fundamental transformation of the United States and the southern border being overwhelmed, I'd respectfully suggest, if I could, summon up some respect, if I could, that Chris Cuomo is not the issue right now. Those mm. arguments all day long about Andrew Cuomo's brother and how he's going to react on CNN. Seriously, the Senate just voted to spend... The most money it's ever voted to spend, except for like twice, and all those were in the last six months, ever in the history of the country. All right. right? The, the border is being overwhelmed in a way it's never been in the history of our country. 
188,000 apprehensions last month, and an equal number got in. And COVID still exists, and trying to figure all that out. So I would also respectfully suggest what's going on with Andrew Cuomo's personal life or his brother is really not that important. It's like the mainstream media has become the Hollywood reporter. You know, it's all stars and gossip. Yeah, and maybe that's what the people want too. You know, we get the we get the government we deserve, we get the media we deserve. Maybe people just are like, yeah, yeah, legislation. I don't know. Uh, Sounds right. So here's the question I have, and we're gonna try to get somebody on to talk about this, and maybe Joe has the answer. So Joe might answer the question. Um, Do I have to be accurate? Let's get that out front. (laughs) I'll have an answer. If you want an answer, I'll give you an answer. This is talk radio. I don't know if you're familiar with how it works. Yeah. The 19 Republicans that voted yes yesterday. Now, a lot of them like Susan Collins and Mitt Romney and that crowd. They're, you know, they're kind of the kind of moderates and all that sort of stuff. But some of the other ones that that surprised me somewhat, like Ted Cruz of Texas, fiscal conservative, um, a a number of others. What what is their game exactly? Well, I think uh, I think a vote on this package the package the, the 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 smaller package the one trillion dollar package the one that's 23 percent infrastructure i i'm guessing what they decided was we need infrastructure work everybody knows it everybody agrees ports highways etc and this is the best we're going to get and we can't put up more in a fight than that with a 50 50 senate it's not like democrats have 65 votes or something well it was put together by a bipartisan panel they thought all right good enough well so, yeah, again, um, we need to talk to an expert. I, I don't understand if that's their game or do they think, are they like playing three-dimensional chess? Do they think that Nancy Pelosi is going to stick to the whole, no way, I'm voting on this until you pass that crazy Bernie AOC thing? And that that is like really going to draw a lot of attention and, 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 and hurt Democrats a lot? Is that what they're yeah, betting on? I hope so, yeah. I hope they have a strategy beyond, well... A package that's three quarters BS is the best we can do. If that's the best we can do, we should just fold up our tent and, and, and call it good. And give the lizards a chance. And give right. the lizards a chance. Seriously, if the yeah. best we can do is that. Now, I looked at the people that voted no, and it was a lot of your usual suspects and people who are probably going to run for president. Uh, you know, Marco Rubio, uh, Tim Scott, people like that. Uh-huh. Josh Hawley, who might be uh, running for president. You know, I'm going to pursue some of their statements about it. What were their objections? Is it, it Why are you so stirred up? Is it just the, the deficit spending or the alleged three-quarters that is not really infrastructure? Well, just the, the, There didn't seem to be any fight whatsoever. The Republican Party seems to be, gosh, they just, they just keep spending money, and it's crazy. Y'all vote yes, and it makes me so mad. Well, I think they have embraced the uh, the 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 what is, what's the zeitgeist? The, the the feeling of the time is we want stuff. Give us stuff. Go ahead, spend money. We don't understand debt. We don't care if the kids have to pay eighty percent taxes. Give us stuff on both sides. Well, that's what I would like to know. I would like to know if they would, and they probably would never say it out loud. But I'd like to know if they'd say, "Look, you know how many phone calls I get worried about the debt, uh, like one a year." Well, it, wasn't it El Rushbo before he passed said there's just no constituency for fiscal conservatism anymore? Right. There's no well, point. Well, then what's the point of the Republican Party? Is there a point to the Republican Party? It's gently riding the brakes on the Democratic Party. Very gently. Very gently riding the brakes. 
Um, so we're now at, uh, what, $3 trillion for the year so far, in addition to all the trillion dollars we spent last year. Yeah, virtually nothing's been cut other than they realized is some of that incredibly irresponsible COVID money we threw around. Uh, a lot of that's still sitting on the sidelines, so we'll dedicate it to this now instead. That, that hardly ever even comes up, and when the CBO came out with the report last week that this is going to not be paid for, as all the Democrats are claiming. It's going to mm-hmm. cost a quarter of a trillion dollars added to the deficit over the next 10 years. I thought maybe the Republicans are going to make their stand on that. Nah, eh, not really. 19 voted yes and just, nah, what are you going to do? I'm reminded of the description I think we all heard back in the 90s, whenever it was. There were big doings in England and, and Tony Blair, and I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was explained to all of us that the conservative party in England is liberal, and the the Labour Party is crazy liberal. And so we've become England of the 90s, essentially. Mm. You, you realize England went from being a world power to just another country. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a dying, flabby, gray, former uh, world powerhouse. I, Although London's still a great city. This couple-year period is going to be talked about for centuries and uh, written by somebody on uh, the decline and fall of the American Empire. So, Whatever. All I know is talking about in the 1990s England makes me want to hear some Oasis. Mikey, what do you, I'm your wonder wall. What do you got for me? All right, I'll get some for you. Do we have, what I want to hear Cuomo saying all day long whenever I can is I just want to hear him saying, I love you. And I love you. That's what, oh, oh, Andy. That's what he said with his big, wet old man mouth into the ears of young women. And And I love you. Oh, their skin just crawling. And then stuck his hand inside their blouse and gave them a honk. Oh, just, this was going to be so good for my career and now I want to vomit. So creepy. And I love you. Oh! Get your ah. wet old man mouth away from my ear. God. So gross. There needs to be like um, uh, a, a board or a, uh, I don't know, a group of people that go around maybe like uh, <laughs> volunteers or something, and they go around to, to aging men who, who want to hit on young women and tell them when they've crossed the line into, there's there, you're, you're not only, like, they're not, like, not only not into you, they're, like, super grossed out by you. Well, so a volunteer board is going to travel around and yeah. do this? Or you go before a committee or something like that. And a committee says, yeah, you're now gross to, to any woman under 30. You're just gross. Wow. You have to wow. gently break the news Yeah, to and I think it'd be handy. And so, like, the Charlie Roses of the world and that sort of thing would think, oh, really? Because I thought they were kind of digging me. No, 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 no. We've, we've talked to a thousand women. It was a thousand to zero. They all think it's gross. <laughs> now, is there some special provision for those of us who we understand that and we act accordingly, but we don't need somebody to put such a fine point on it? <laughs> no, I guess it would, you'd only go before the board if you want to continue <laughs> to, like, hit on young women. This is the volunteer traveling gross old man board. <laughs> I just think it'd be a handy thing to know. No, 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 no. Because I, I got a friend who's who's my age, and he said, he said um, he's talking about some woman in his workplace or something like that, and he said, I know she thinks I'm just a weird old man. And I thought, yeah, she probably does at her age. You, you know, We don't feel like we're old men, but they think we're old men. Right. And you just have to right. realize that. God, I got some golf buddies, and they're good guys, too. I mean, but they flirt like crazy, like with a cart girl who, trust me, has no interest. I mean, none. They just, I think they enjoy staying in practice. It, 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 I can't, I can't take it. 
I just it feels so sad <laughs> to me. I picture myself doing it. I think no, oh, because I know what she's thinking. And how old? maybe it's because I I've raised two daughters and they tell me these things. How but... old are the cart women in this scenario? Oh, in their twenties. Oh, really? Yeah. See, yeah. I, I I see people in their twenties as like <laughs> children. I really do. They, they they seem like children to me. Yeah, I, I, I should have like, said I should have said fourteen. <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> I, mean, I, got, I got babysitters in their early twenties, and they seem yeah. like kids to me. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even. You know, maybe this is wrong, but I don't even really see them as like adults. Um, let alone you know objects of maybe they'd be into me. They they seem like kids, but I don't yeah. know. And during your visit from the traveling board, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's terrific. We got a great series of freedom-loving quotes of the day, too, from a, a new source. Cool. Text line 415-295-KFTC. And I love you. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You want an oasis? You got Oasis. Oh, yeah. Today's um, gonna the be inflation the numbers are out and they stayed high. We should talk about that. Also, I didn't, I didn't even realize it was just a couple hours ago. This, the Democrats passed the first step of the $3.5 trillion deal in the middle of the night while, while you were asleep and uh, on party lines. So more on that coming up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brace yourselves, folks. Crazy times are coming. We've Get a already beret. got inflation. Get a beret and stop showering. We're becoming France. Or get a, a bowler hat and a cane. And, and and what do Brits do? Let your teeth go bad. Start letting your teeth go crooked. We're becoming Britain. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Series from Robert Heinlein. Robert A. Heinlein, the great writer, thinker. Influential science fiction writer Jack turns his nose up to science fiction because because he's a rube and he doesn't understand what an incredibly vital form area of literature. It is. I'm a grown up. I can't watch Star Trek. But here's uh, a couple of things Heinlein said that I love. You can have peace or you can have freedom. Don't ever count on having both at once. I know. Yeah. And then he has a couple that I thought were just terrific about life, including don't handicap your children by making their lives easy. Boy, that's one I uh, I'm working on. I'm that one's kind of on. heavy. That's it. It's, it's make you think. You fill you with guilt and foreboding that you're a bad parent. So let me cleanse your palate with this one. <laughs> Women and cats will do as they please, and men and dogs should relax and get used to the idea. That's pretty good. <laughs> Amen. Mailbag. I was going to feature a heavily reaction to the racist Wisconsin rock story, but we're going to talk about it for a minute uh, in a couple of minutes, so we'll, we'll hold off on your comments, some of which I thought were brilliant. Here's a note from Darren. Darren writes us about once a week, I think, and all of his emails are more or less the same as this one, although the particulars change. <clears throat> President Trump will die from a heart attack on September 7th, 2021. James Earl Jones will die August 12th, 2021. Jones starred in the Field of Dreams, and on the day that he will die, the Yankees will play the White Sox on the same field in Iowa. Kamala Harris will die in a plane crash on January 14th, 2022, due to a bird strike. Obama will replace her, and then replace Biden. 
The stock market will peak on August 9th, etc., etc. I am not a prophet. These conclusions were derived from God's big picture of prophetic signs. I hope to hear from you after August 12th. I will then direct you to my social media videos that explain the amazing reasons for how these predictions were known ahead of time. And he sends that like once a week. Well, except, yeah, all the particulars are always different. It's different predictions of different events and stuff. And I don't think any of them has come remotely within a thousand miles of coming. Well, they're very specific. Yeah, they are. They are. But he just keeps them coming. Hmm? It's interesting. Hmm. Uh, ah, the always interesting JT in Livermore are commenting, as many people did, on the transgendered gold medal in Quinn, the Canadian uh, soccer player. Not to be confused with Bob Dylan's Quinn the Eskimo. Uh, if a biological man can declare they're a woman, what happens to a biological woman that claims she's a man? Is it possible that Quinn identifies as a man but couldn't fully say that for fear of being thrown off the women's Olympic team? Maybe all the reporters and team members know it and they didn't want to spill the beans. That would explain why she was declared a transgender athlete in all the news articles without claiming to be a man. I think you may be right, JT. Also, I heard that she has had top surgery. I don't know why you have to call it that. It kowtowing to the the, the, the queer theorists. Just call it a double mastectomy. That's what it is. Why would you do that if you're non-binary? She doesn't want boobs? Well, then you want to be more like a man. Yes. That's not a non-binary move. That's a binary move. You're it's right. A binary move. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. It's as <laughs> if all this is crazy. Yes, inflation continues to be high. They voted in the middle of the night. Get a beret, a mustache, and stop showering. We're becoming France. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Andrew Cuomo announced that he is resigning as governor. During his remarks, he said it was best that he step aside. And then every woman in the room took two steps aside. <laughs> During his announcement, Cuomo said that he's stepping down in 14 days. I'm sorry, but is this really a two-week notice type of situation? <laughs> It's going to be tough for Cuomo with a track record like this. His only future is either president or Supreme Court justice. So, you know. Is that a Kavanaugh shot? I don't know what that was there at the end. Um, We just got this text. Guys, you have to do the story of the transgender inmate here in California who was sent to a woman's prison and ended up impregnating his cellmate. Oh, boy. I hadn't heard that story. Wow. That's a heck of a thing. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy that is complex you, you know uh my uh, overarching theme going into this segment was that we've reached peak stupid we've reached peak woke idiocy especially on college campuses woke and broke i heard that term yesterday i don't know if i'd heard it before but it stuck in my brain yesterday that's a good one that's where we're headed woke and broke yeah yeah, nice. Anyway, uh, there are occasions, and those of you, uh, those of you who listen to all four hours of the show, know this. And and thank you, first of all. Uh, and and some of you can't on the air, and so you get the fourth hour on demand. Armstrong and Getty on demand at armstrongandgetty.com via podcast. Anyway, uh, you know, sometimes we will do a story more than once because. We think it's so important that people hear it. We want to make sure both early listeners and later listeners listen. Anyway. We talked about this yesterday. It is peak woke college 
lunacy. And I don't mean, oh, it's kind of crazy. No, I mean mental illness. People need to be, like, institutionalized for this. There is a, there was a gigantic 70-ton boulder on the campus of the University of Wisconsin. It was the sort of boulder that was scraped from Canada down into Wisconsin by a glacier. It was put on the campus in uh, October 1925 to honor uh, one of the founding professors of geology who studied this sort of thing. This thing is supposed to be 2 billion years old, okay? 2 billion-year-old 70-ton boulder. Have you seen a picture of it? Yeah. How big is it? I mean, because it got the weight, but it sounds like it'd be quite big. Uh, yeah, it is. Wow. What is it? It's like bigger than a car? If you bought a uh, one of those uh, tough sheds, mm-hmm. big enough for like uh, two lawnmowers, five uh, bicycles, and, and your grill you're not using. A nice, good-sized tough shed. And my size. bikes I'm not using? Well, your bikes are going to get stolen. My, my, my ski equipment, I'm not using. <laughs> my bowling ball, I'm not using. My I've moved inexplicable the, four sets of golf clubs. I've moved the elliptical machine in there since I'm not using it. Oh boy, I got one of those in my hallway. Hmm. <laughs> it's on its way out. It, it doesn't seem to be doing anything about it. It just sits there. I keep well, telling they, it, leave. You're not wanted. They don't do anything on their own. I've noticed. Yeah. Anyway, so you got this this 70-ton boulder as a tribute to this professor. It was removed from the campus after student protests. Why are they protesting a two-billion-year-old rock? It's because almost 100 years ago, a single newspaper article referred to it using a racist term. And so they have to remove the rock. Did they How be- freaking stupid is that? They believed the rock was racist? It's not clear to me at all. University researchers did not cover any other instances in print where the rock was referred to with this racist term. It's it's a dark rock, okay? Um and and so that's it. There is no more. But if I started referring to and I want to use an example, but I I don't want to get myself in trouble. Uh, uh, let's um, let's be um, racist. We've been uh, critical of the French. Why don't we use uh, we'll use the term frog, for instance, to describe a, a Frenchman. Is that an unkind way to? Yeah, it's a dismissive nickname for French. OK, frogs. but so if I call something uh, that's that's frog, that's the frog tree over there. Yeah, it's the ra- that's the, the tree for French people. We call it the frog tree. And if I say it enough. At some point, the tree has to go, even though yes. the tree played no role in anything. <laughs> or, or, and of course, this is so ridiculous, it would never happen. Maybe you said that once in a newspaper article 100 years ago. They would tear down the tree. Hmm. Uh, first of all, Juliana Bennett, senior and campus representative on the Madison City Council, which is left of China, says, this moment is about the students, past and present, that relentlessly advocated for the removal of this racist monument. Now is a moment for all of us BIPOC students to breathe a sigh of relief, to be proud of our endurance. Proud of our, you endured that two billion year old rock pretty well. And to begin healing. So yeah, every being that's ever been on Earth has endured that rock. It's been here for two billion years. I think part of it is every campus in America, the kids want to be part of something big. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have to come up with something. And if you ain't got nothing going on, you have to reach pretty far in. I mean, in some colleges, it's easier than others. If you got some, you know, hall, if the if the science hall is named after a guy that is 
flat out a racist from you know the, some old Southern college, it's easier. But if you're in, you're in Madison, Wisconsin, right. you're having a hard time coming up with anything, and you want to be part of the the the, the woke movement of college, we got to come up with something that we protest. How do I demonstrate how cancel-y I am right. and how woke we an have, activist I am? We have to make some change to have fulfilled our lives, and now they feel like they've done something. I guess. I think that drives part of it. And the cowardly, cowardly administration didn't say, that's crazy. Why grown They, they, they yeah. let it happen at enormous cost. They did turn down the request to remove the demand to remove a statue of Lincoln from campus. So they evidently have at least half a testicle. Why the grown-ups roll over for this stuff, I don't know. Right. Right. Because they're afraid of their students. They'll get poor reviews on Yelp or whatever and lose their careers. We got a couple of great uh, responses. Kevin uh, from Placerville. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This is the wrong. Uh, let's see. Bah, 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 bah. Actually, it was a person who uh, brought up uh, Robert Heinlein, Tim in Concord, California. Writes, uh, it seems to me this this rock is actually the victim of a violent racist attack on the basis of its color by being called that name. That name. It's not the rock's fault it's dark. It's not the rock's fault it was called this name. Wouldn't a more appropriate response, according to the insanity of the left, to this be to exalt it and parade it around as a victim of systemic racism? Uh, and then, uh, then uh, anonymous that does make more sense. It it does. It absolutely does. Uh, Anonymous uh, writes, I replayed for my husband at uh, the podcast, etc. His first reaction was, so if someone calls that student activist the N-word, should she have to go? Since when is the left about victim blaming? That poor boulder first got called a racial slur, then got taken down for being controversially called a racial slur? KCN, keep canceling nature. That's good stuff. (laughs) Keep canceling nature. <laughs> Two billion year old rock. What if I just go around calling everything that park bench? That's uh that's the, the old the blank word park bench, and that's the then just you know we run out of stuff. Yeah, you'd have to have a city crew follow you around, tearing stuff down. That's why, right. Why if all it takes that, is one. Why are you getting rid of that park bench? Uh, a radio announcer called it uh, a racial slur. Okay, called it the frog bench. Well, then he hates Frenchman. Then it's got to go. What? <laughs> Well, and but, but, but by that uh, logic, I mean, if you're removing 70-pound boulders, what if you said, I tell you what, that field, that field, right, th- that park right there, all that soil to a two-foot depth is just, I, it looks like a frog to me. It's a French field. Oh, my God, they'd have to bring out bulldozers and, and just bulldoze the entire park, I guess, by the logic of these insane people. And 70, then one other 70-ton boulders, I know you meant, because a 70-pound yeah. boulder, even no. I could lift, having not been on my elliptical machine. Right, 70-ton boulder, indeed. Thank you. Uh, and then uh, one other story that people went crazy over was, and, and this is getting good attention, warranted attention. Kate Brown, the governor of Oregon, quietly, practically secretly signed a bill eliminating standards for high school graduation. You're no longer required to be able to read, write, or do math at a high school level, and it's that's going to help the kids of color. This Oregon's is black, Latino, etc., Latinx, Indigenous. This is great for them. Yeah, this is not as fun as the Boulder, but this is a scarier version of wokeism. Wow! And even the liberal, liberal Oregon Live, which is the uh, the online version of uh, Times of Oregon, I can't remember. Uh, it, one of the big papers in Oregon. Ah, says uh, uh, the headline is Governor Kate Brown signed a law to allow Oregon students to graduate without proving they can write or do math or read. She doesn't want to talk about it. 
They're not commenting. There was no signing ceremony. They did it in the dark of night. It's the, um, and I swore I was going to remember this, the Goodhart's law. Once a, once a measure becomes, um, you know, the standard, it ceases to be a good measure. And the measure for so many places is graduation rate. So at that point, it's, it ceases to be a good uh, measure because it's now the standard you use and everybody, you know, works toward affecting that number. So if they have no standards, the graduation rate goes up and everybody gets to claim or feel like they're doing a better job with people of color getting educations. Right. Right. The idea being as soon as that uh, the, the measure becomes the standard, they will alter what they do to reach the standard like and they, not in the way you hope. Right. Right. Not educate more kids to get more kids to graduate. Just lower the standards to get more kids to graduate. That yeah. Goodhart's Law might be one of the most important things I've ever learned in my life. Yeah. And we just learned it like a couple of months ago. You know, and, and one more plug, if I might. Go to armstrongandgetty.com, hot links, yesterday's hot links, and they all kind of link together, I think, but uh, a piece by Eli Steele. It has to do with good faith and bad faith, and please read it. It is so good. And it, it's uh, if if the Kate Browns of the world win the day, uh, black America is doomed. If that philosophy wins the day, and it's winning pretty good so far, we're doomed as a country. If Eli Steele and, and the fabulous, realistic pastor he talks to and talks about, if their ideas win the day, this country's greatest days lie ahead of it. So give it a read, armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, what would you, who, who, which, which would you bet on? I think wagering is uh, sinful. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that answers the question. Uh, no, I I, I I made clear earlier, I think Homo sapiens are devolving. I think we've reached our peak, passed it, and now we're heading back down the hill. Uh, I, I, just, I, I don't know if we will end up with a planet of the apes, but if somebody told me, you know, Joe, I have a time machine. I've gone 400 years in the future, and indeed, yeah, the apes have taken over. I would not be shocked. So why are so many big city employees not getting the vaccine? Remember the original story was it's... Redneck Trump voters that don't get the vaccine. Well, sure turns out a lot of city employees in blue cities that almost guarantee you voted for Biden uh, aren't getting the vaccine either. And the San Francisco Chronicle asked all the city employees in San Francisco, so many of them that don't want to get the vaccine. And uh, the answers are pretty interesting. Among other things we can get to coming up, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So inflation remains quite high. So it's interesting looking at the different spins you get, depending on uh, which news organization you're going to for the headline. Um, the fact is just that the number remained uh, the same. Annual inflation... Um, stayed at 5.4%, I think is what it is. That's really high. Oh, yeah. Uh, so just in annual inflation stays at a 13-year high in July, but then other uh, news outlets are going with the uh, good news. Inflation did not rise last month, so things are on the heel. So. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. 
That's an interesting way to look at it. In the middle of the night, they passed the first hurdle the U.S. Senate did in terms of getting that $3.5 trillion Bernie Sanders AOC Green New Deal package through. And um, yesterday they did pass the so-called real infrastructure package that was about a trillion dollars. We're going to talk to Gary Dietrich about that in hour two. He's our political analyst because I got some questions. So we'll save that for then. Uh, I think it is. Well, I think it's definitely the most important story going on in America right now. Uh, You're going to have to eat your vegetables. I think the gigantic second round may be a fatal injury to the country if it's allowed to go through. Um, uh, It might not be like instantly fatal, but it's like that wound that never heals and eventually causes death. James Lindsay, the greatest fighter against wokeism in America and his Twitter feed and everything like that, he's where I first heard this idea of you need to draw lines on the whole woke stuff. Draw them now. That way, they get them to commit to something. That way, when they get there, they'll have to say, no, here's a good one. We just got this text. Wait for it. Someone will be offended by the name White House at some point, and they will stop calling it that. Oh, yeah. That would be a great place to draw the line. I, I, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already, and that a Biden-Harris administration says we'll no longer refer it. Well, from now on, it's the executive mansion, and all of a sudden, it'll be the executive mansion or something Yes, instead yeah. of the White House. Well, and like the term Latinx, everybody in America will roll their eyes, and nobody will use it except the mainstream media, but they will use it. I've actually made the joke about the White House, but now in this era where parody is impossible and you can't exaggerate, uh, if, if it can be thought of, it will be done. Yeah, I only bring it up because I want you to remember you heard it here when it, ha- when it actually happens. Um, so there's a problem with big city employees across America, um, uh, and, and not only city employees, but big city, uh, medical, uh, staff and all kinds of stuff in big cities. Lots of people aren't getting the vaccine in big cities and uh, trying to figure out how to handle that. San Francisco sheriff's deputies are threatening to quit over a vaccine mandate. Um, under a mandate issued last month, city employees who work in uh, jails or other high risk settings are required to be vaccinated. But San Francisco Deputy Sheriff's Association said on their Facebook page on Friday that about 160 of 600 are rejecting the vaccine due to religious or other beliefs. Okay? So that's that story. The Chronicle I is, think it's almost entirely other. They I, just don't want it. I think it is, too. And the San Francisco Chronicle is doing this story today. Um, and I'll use their words. I don't know because I haven't seen the whole letter. But in conspiracy-tinged letters, 200 San Francisco employees push back on the city's vaccine mandate. It is kind of interesting that of the 200 employees who say they don't want to get the vaccine, even though they're mandated to in San Francisco, they submitted an identical letter, all 200. And the San Francisco Chronicle is calling conspiracy-tinged letters suggesting the city is infringing upon their God-given and constitutionally secured rights not to get a vaccine. Approximately 103 of 192 workers who submitted the missives are employed in the fire department. With the sheriff's department, which we just mentioned, making up the second largest group. And um, San Francisco is requiring all 35,000 city employees to get vaccinated. Some experts say the reluctance, reluctance expressed in the letter is particularly concerning coming from employees in public safety, blah, 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 exposing us all to COVID, blah, blah, blah. The letter, titled and framed as conditional acceptance of the city's vaccine and mask mandates, poses an eight-page, 41-point list of its demands to meet the vaccine requirement. It doesn't have it here. I was hoping that they would get a copy Hmm. of it, because I would like to see what the 41 points are 
uh, on why they don't want to get the vaccine. Among the other conditions the letter asked for, the city's HR department was to ensure that wearing a face mask will not subject employees to discrimination and demonstrate that COVID-19 vaccines are free from a host of substances, including myrna, lipids, formaldehyde, and antibiotics, which I don't think are in the vaccine, but these people are concerned they are. Lipids. Lipids, Joe. <laughs> Lipids. Lipids. So isn't that that's facts? Isn't that something though? Now the 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 city is saying the letter is just garbage. It's full of crap that's not true. But it's the reason being used for not getting the vaccine. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the online version of the story. I'm not seeing a link to the letter. Uh, you got to have a link. Come on, it's the 21st century. Oh, and so, you know, I had something I wanted to pair it with, and I've got that right here. Do, do I have time for it? I don't know if I do, Michael. Michael, I've run out of time, haven't I? Just do uh, a shoddy, got, half-assed version of it. We got more on this around the whole mask thing. People standing up for the right not to have more masks that we'll have to get into at some point, because it's become quite the battle in schools and all over the places. Uh, trillions of dollars being spent. For better or worse, I think it's mostly for worse. We'll talk to a man who graduated from Harvard's Kennedy School of Government about this coming up. Back before great inflation. Yeah, right. Now, he might have been a fake rower. Maybe that's how he got it. I don't know. No, wait a minute. Gary Dietrich? I can see him with his photoshopped head on a pole vaulting or something <laughs> like that. We'll have to grill him carefully about that. Whether he got in on his own merits or not. Or did Daddy write a check? And we could, yeah, or we could dig into the inflation numbers also. Oh, man. Dang it, what? Armstrong and Getty.